When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up delicious slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today's special is a story about a slice. I'm your hostess, Lindsay, and with me are the aunts. And with me (laughs) are the awe-inspiring and immortally beautiful Emily and Ashley. Ooh, immortally beautiful. That must be you, Ash. You are the immortal one here. Um, yeah, I guess that would be me. Hi, guys. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Shaking home slice. Home slice. All right. Well, I hope you're hungry because this week's slice also likes to eat. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley has a big question mark. (laughs) She's like pantomiming. What? (laughs) If you find yourself in Switzerland's capital city of Bern, or Bern, you may stumble upon a truly horrifying and puzzling sight. The Kindlefrescher. The Kindlefrescher, or child eater, I knew it was going to be something with kids, (laughs) is a sculpture and fountain in Bern that dates all the way back to 1546, making it one of the oldest monuments in the city. Located in Kornhausplatz, which is a plaza in the once medieval center of Bern, it's now part of the UNESCO Cultural World Heritage Site that includes the whole of the old city. So oh, that's cool. cool. So I the know whole. you mean whole, W-H-O-L-E, <laughs> but I just want you to know that I mentally heard whole, H-O-L-E, so we're talking about the city's this whole city is in a giant crater and you, you exactly have, have to use a rope ladder to get in that sounds like my dream actually i want to live there they preserve the butthole of the ancient city huh there you go they just yeah. like pull a tarp over at night and when it rains <laughs> so it doesn't it gets flood. all musty under there <laughs> pull it back what's that smell oh god i hate the word musty i fucking hate the word musty so much wait what was the other word that i hated chunky what was it chunky (gasps) (laughs) it was it was was. thank you i gotta make a i gotta start a list of words that i hate it was a a dark and musty night the earth was chunky. <laughs> what is it about that word? It's so gross. It oh. Built by Hans Ging, 
It replaced a wooden fountain that once stood on the site in the 15th century and was originally known as Platzbrunnen or the Place Fountain. It wasn't until 1666 that the name for it changed to its current moniker of Kindlefresser. That evil year, 1666, huh? Yep. That was the year of the Kindlefresser. The statue itself depicts a sitting ogre carrying a sack of children, which he apparently plans to eat, as well as the child he's in the process of eating with his other hand. Oh my god. He also has several other children trapped in his belt. Well, I mean, who doesn't, to be fair? That's how I carry my Every children. Every mom. <laughs> I want to be very clear that I have no children in my belt currently. <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a child holster on their belt? Apparently not. Like, I didn't get the memo on this. I'm very upset because normally I'm very fashion forward. Like, when did this happen? Apparently 1666. Yep. The 16th century was really the height of child holster fashion. I'm a, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> no one quite knows why the statue was built and who it is meant to be, but there are several theories regarding its origins. And there's a lot. One is that the man is the wicked brother of the town's founder, Duke Berchtold. The Duke's brother was jealous of the fact that his younger brother had so much power, and this jealousy eventually drove him mad. So in an act of sweet revenge, he decided to round up the children of the city so he could eat them. Because, you know, that's what one does. It seems like the logical step. Yep. Thankfully, this theory has been debunked, as there is no historical evidence to back it up. I'm pretty sure a cannibalistic duke brother would make its way into the history books somewhere, if that were true. <laughs> Did you just say a cannibalistic duke brother? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If that becomes a title, uh, I might put my hat in the ring. How much person do I have to eat to get this job? <laughs> if it's a really little amount, I might be into it. Duly, duly noted. <laughs> Judge me if you want, but that's a cool fucking name. <laughs> The cannibalistic Duke brother, Ashley. <laughs> Listen, I look good in menswear. I just want you to know. Some believe it's a reminder to shun greed since once a year, the fountain below the statue is filled with wine. And supposedly anyone who drinks from the fountain will become a tool for the devil, driven to commit horrible sins such as cannibalistically eating children. Never mind, I want the title Tool for the Devil instead. <laughs> we should make some merch that has like one of those hello, my name is type of things. And it just says like Tool for the Devil. Yes. I I just want to collect all the really good nicknames. That way one day I can have like a Daenerys Targaryen style introduction of myself. That's all. That's like, I mean, what woman doesn't want that in life? But this is my biggest dream. <laughs> if you do that, I want you to have like sashes that have the different like names on it. So when you enter the room, you have like this array of beautiful sashes and people have to like read everything as you're walking in the room. It's a deal. Oh, we'll make it happen. 
She's going to look like that kid from uh, The Christmas Story when he has the coat and he, it's so puffy that he can't move. Because <laughs> we have to throw Queen of OK in there, too. That's true. Queen of OK. Maybe it'll just like say that on her crown. It'll be a crown and it just says OK. <laughs> Cannibalistic Duke brother. Queen of OK. Tool of the devil. Yep. <laughs> First of her name. <laughs> Other people believe the statue could be a Swedish interpretation of the Greek titan Kronos, who ate his own children so they couldn't claim his throne. Or perhaps the Roman Saturn eating the months of the year. However, if either of these were true, then the statue would need to have six children for Kronos, or twelve for Saturn. But the statue itself has eight children. So it divides the difference. It's a joke, see, because he ate the children. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just one giant pun. <laughs> I was just feeling like uh, whoever sculpted this was getting out some of his personal aggression against his own kids. Maybe. The fountain could also be a depiction of a warning to children to avoid falling into the bear pits. <laughs> what? Wait, bear pits? What? <laughs> Back that up. <laughs> Record scratch. Bear pits. <laughs> Which at that time in history was an enclosure that held, you guessed it, bears. They had this enclosure in town. Oh my god. <laughs> that just held a bunch of bears. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> It's like Just somebody casually walking along. They're like, nope. <laughs> Cartoon style over the edge. They just parkour over the fence. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> How do you read about that in obituaries? <laughs> Sally went out for a stroll. She tripped into a bear pit in the end. She is survived by her 11 brothers and sisters who weren't dumb enough to fall into a bear pit. My abs. My abs. Ow. 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 <laughs> the bear theme will come back later. Spoiler alert. Oh, good. Alert. Sweet yep. Jesus. <laughs> the statue could also be a depiction of Cardinal Shiner who led the Swiss Confederation into several bloody defeats in northern Italy in 1511 against Milan, against the French in the Battle of Novara in 1513, against the French in the Battle of Marignano in 1515, and another failed campaign to aid the English and Spanish in 1516. So this guy wasn't very good at fighting, apparently. You're not good at your job, guy. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Go back to being the cardinal. You're not a very good commander. Go back to tending the bear pits. <laughs> and of course, in the spirit of the coming holidays, some say it's none other than Santa's demonic counterpart, the Krampus, or the Krampus, who comes each year to torture the naughty children, or eat them in this case. But I don't think that's true, because it doesn't look like the Krampus. We'll, we'll have a discussion about that next month. Of course, no theories would be complete without at least one of them having to do with some sort of prejudice, right? Woo! <laughs> Who doesn't love some old historically inaccurate pre like, prejudice? Mm -mm -mm. 
There are some who believe that the statue is actually extremely anti-Semitic in nature, as the yellow hat or Judenhut that the child eater of Bayern wears is similar to the ones the Jewish people were forced to wear in the 16th century. If this is true, then not only is this an awful reminder of the past, but the statue could have been created to stir up hatred against the Jewish people, since some once believed that they used children in blood rituals. Ugh. Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah. Let that just sink in for a while. I hate everything about it. Me too. I had to mute myself because I just let out a really disgusting belch and it's appropriate for this part of the story. So I kind of wish I would have left it in. That's how I feel about that. That's how disgusted I am by your bullshit history. Stop it. The statue could also just be a sort of boogeyman from the Swedish festival of Fasnacht, or the Night of Fasting. This carnival is an annual one from the Swabian Alemannic tradition that takes place every year before Lent. This celebration started in the Middle Ages and took place the night before the 40-day fasting period of Lent began. Today, this event is the third largest of its kind in Switzerland and now runs for three days in February. So it's a pretty rockin' time in Bern. <laughs> if you want to... I've looked at pictures of it, and people just wear, like, crazy papier-mâché costumes and stuff, and they have parades. It reminded me of, um... Like Mardi Gras? Yeah, like Mardi Gras, or, like, some of the parades they'll have in, like, Spain sometimes, too, where they have the giant, you know, costumed figures that'll walk down the streets. Mm -hmm. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what it looks like. Like, just a big carnival party. The eight children could also depict the cantons of the old Swiss Confederacy, and the ogre could represent Charles the Bold of Burgundy. This could explain the presence of the armed bears going to war at the base of the statue, including bears that are a piper and a drummer, which is darling. If you look at pictures of these bears, and I will show them to you, they're wearing like little pants like little like overalls <laughs> and they look so cute and I'm just like oh my god I want to hold you it's so adorable underneath that child eating odor <laughs> exactly it's like oh my god and then you look down aw teddy bears so sweet don't fall in the pit they won't play you a pipe <laughs> it's believed that the frieze at the base of the statue was designed by Hans Rudolf Manuel Deutsch who lived in the 16th century and passed away in 1571. At the end of the day, no one is really sure what or whom the Kindlefische is supposed to be, but despite this, it has become a part of the local folklore, acting as a macabre warning for naughty children across the centuries. And ingredients for this dish were sourced from a 2018 The Culture Trip article titled Who is the Child Eater of Bern? by Sean Mowbray, an Atlas Obscura listing on the Child Eater of Bairn, a This Belongs in a Museum article, and <laughs> four different <laughs> Wikipedia listings for Klindis Freysia, the Carnival in Bairn, the Sh Shiner guy, because I needed to know when the different battles were that he totally sucked at, and <laughs> Hans Rudolf Manuel Deutsch. I believe you mean the Archbishop of Failure. 
That was his later title. (laughs) (laughs) After the last field war, they're like, okay, you've been upgraded, sir. (laughs) So that's it. That was my story by the slice. I think uh, I I love that they put the little bitty bears at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Even though one of the theories was that it's to kind of warn children against falling into the bear pits. And then they Mm -hmm. put these adorable little bear figures on the bottom. (laughs) Beware these cutesy pie bears. (laughs) They'll eat you. They're going off to war. They're going to get you. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a youthful story by the slice. Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Sweet and cheesy, and not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do, question mark. If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us, check out our Tee Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice, because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pineapp.com. Pizza Pod. That's Pine App APP Pizza Pod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at Pine App APP Pizza Pod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels, and just remember no matter how you slice it, You're awesome. And we love you.